When I have a conflict with my wife, guess who's right? Me. How many times? 100% of the time. How often does she agree with me on that? 0% of the time. But I'm always right in my head. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and today's Midweek Mindset is a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. The quote is, to handle yourself, use your head. To handle others, use your heart. And as I read this quote, man, it's a lesson that I need to be constantly reminded of. We often want to judge others based off of their actions, and we want to judge ourselves based off our intentions. And what Eleanor Roosevelt is saying here is, actually, we want to flip that. We want to look at ourselves with cold logic. And we want to look at others with heart and emotion. When we deal with others, we want to lean into first what we call emotional clarity. And when it comes to ourselves, we want to be logical and objective. And when we think about ourselves, we think about judging ourselves. One of the things that we often fail to do is when we play court in our head, right? This is night court, cue the music, I have conflict with you. I often will come out on top. When I have a conflict with my wife, guess who's right? Me. How many times? 100% of the time. How often does she agree with me on that? 0% of the time. But I'm always right in my head. When I go in and my kids are are doing something I don't like, I may not know all of the details, but I know that I'm right and I know that they're wrong, even if I don't know the details, right? Because I'm judging myself based off of my first instinct, my first reaction, or my perspective and what I see. And so when it comes to us, we have to commit to 100% of the time judging ourselves firmly and fairly. But judging ourselves based on what we did and its impact, never on how we... Well, I didn't feel that way. Well, that's not what I was thinking. And I'm so guilty of this. I do it all the time. I love judging myself by my intentions. Because as long as I judge myself by my intentions, then I'm never wrong. And the thing that I did, you know, it's okay. I mean, it might be bad or it might be... But it wasn't bad intentions. It's like, no, no, no. The other person doesn't know or care often about that, especially if it's habitual and chronic. We hunt for our areas of improvement, not for our wins. Don't hunt for the things that are common. Well, I do this, but you do this too. So how could you, but no, that's not good. What is our learning opportunity is always the question. Own your 1%. They're 99% wrong. You're 1% wrong. Fine. Own your 1%. Move on. That's it. Hope they own their 99%. Giving them an opportunity to do so sometimes. But when it comes to others, their emotional needs need to rise to the top of our our priority list, leading into emotional clarity. And this is something I've really been doing a lot in in my life, especially in my household life. Sometimes I say things like, you know, hey, how this conversation goes might dictate how the rest of the day goes. Hey, how this conversation goes might dictate the rest of the week. And I want to have a great week with you. Hey, I'm your champion. Hey, you know, I love you, right? Hey, you know that you're so special to me, right? I've been using language like this with my children more over the last couple of weeks, over the last month or so, than I have probably in their entire lives. And I see a reaction in them. I see their faces. And I see how it works. And it works equally well with the people we lead. Emotional clarity first. Hey, you know you're, you know I think real highly of you, right? Hey, you know I really, I'm really grateful that you work here, right? Hey, you know I, w- I would never want you to leave this organization, right? Those kinds of emotional clarity statements, they make it easier to take the tough feedback that's coming next. Or to have the difficult conversation that's coming on the bed. Man, you know you're my best friend. I say stuff like this to my son. You know my best friend. And like, I can't live without you, bro. Like, I know I'm going to be so sad when you move out. That's emotional clarity. 
Hey, then we could talk about, you know, it really bothers me when you don't take out the trash. Hey, you know, it really bothers no, My son takes the trash out. Flaw. He never misses a freaking day. This kid is amazing. But that emotional clarity, it builds trust and it builds strong relationship and it drives influence, especially when it's sincere. And that's critical. It can't be an insincere statement. It's got to be very sincere. But it builds strong relationships. And when we think about building our teams, we want to give this opportunity, this emotional clarity so that they can have a, a sense of trust and understanding, a sense of belonging to the organization. That it's us. It's not me as the leader and them as the worker. It's not the disparate classes warring against each other. No, we're a team with psychological safety moving towards a common goal. I'm for you. You're for me. And we get caught in this loop. And I told you, I, I talked to my boy Pena a couple of weeks ago, which was fantastic. And as we were talking, we were just exploring this idea of what it looks like when a leader is investing in their person and they're all in. And that person, the law of reciprocity kicks in. And that person wants to serve their leader more. And as I'm serving you, you're serving me. And man, I want to see you do better. And you want to see me do better. You're making me look like a boss at staff meeting. And man, I want you to get recognition for that. And we're just, this cycle is just, we get caught in the loop. But the cool part of it is like that loop, there's no end to how high we can ride that. There's no end. I, I think about Vaughn, right? And Vaughn, I know you're listening to this, but think about Vaughn. It's like, I'm so for you and you're so for me. And Vaughn is my executor and I'm the visionary and he's just working so hard to make my vision a reality. And he's a part of that vision. He's not on the outside of it. But the more that I invest in him, the more he wants to invest in me. And the more he invests in me, the more responsible I feel to him. And we're just caught on this train and I don't think we'll ever get off because who's going to exit first? We're locked in this game of chicken. I'm not getting off the train. I can't live without you. You can't get off the train. And it's the same thing with our spouses. We're locked together. But are we bonded? Would one of you jump off if it was easier to do so? Hey, man, getting divorced and separating, that's hard. Right? There's, there's, there's finances and children and houses. Like, there's, it's messy. Two boards are glued together. The glue is stronger than the wood, so the boards don't break even. They, they're all jagged and cut up. Would one of you jump off if you could? we got to focus on the heart. We got to get to the relationship. We got to get to emotional clarity and reestablish trust and reestablish relationship. They have to remember what it was like in the beginning when they felt your love and everything that you said and everything that you did. And if we love our people with a deep sense, and it's the strangest thing to me because I have cadre that I'll talk to and we're like hanging up the phone. These are military folks that are certified military Sherpa coaches and we have such a strong relationship. I'll call them out of the blue. We'll talk for a few and they'll be like, man, love you, bro. And then they hang up and it's like, man, we, we love each other. It's like a weird thing to say, but it's emotional clarity. It's trust. It's relationship. It's deep. And so we need to lean into this. Employees who believe that management is concerned about them as a whole person, not just an employer, are more productive, more satisfied, more fulfilled. Satisfied employees mean satisfied customers, which leads to profitability, which leads to innovation. If we're looking at it from a military construct, which leads to engagement, leads to innovation, leads to efficiency. We can't live without these things. That quote comes from uh, Anne Mulcahy. And as we look at our families, there was a term that I learned decades too late. And it was start with a hug. No matter how upset I am with my kids, no matter how angry I am, it's never wrong to just start with a hug. Hey, look, I'm, I'm kind of upset right now. Let's just hug it out for 30 seconds. And there's brain science that shows what happens to our cortisol levels and our dopamine levels when we hug for 30 seconds or more. Something happens inside of us. We bond Chemicals are being released simultaneously between the two of us, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine. Cortisol is being altered in our blood, in our brain. Starting with a hug can often lead to a much better conversation. Starting with a hug can lead to a more productive conversation, one that's less emotionally volatile if we're willing to do that. 
And so as we're thinking about our coaching and we're thinking about our children and our families, just forget when you just remember when you believe that I'm for you, you trust me when we have emotional clarity, then we can get to emotional depth. When there's high trust, we can talk about hard things. When there's low trust, we can't talk about nobody wants to be solved. They want to be heard. They want to be valued. They want to be appreciated. And as Carlos Castro would say, they want to be validated. And we need to start there before we can ever think about solving their problems. So I hope this midweek mindset is recharging for you. I hope this takes you someplace that you needed to go. If you want to become a Military Sherpa certified coach, I don't care if you're five voices certified, your people need to become Military Sherpa certified coaches. This is what we live. This is what we breathe, have a relationship with you. We have a relationship with you that, that ends when you want it to. I want you to be on a call with me where we end the call with, I love you, bro. Can't wait to see you again. Can't wait to talk to you because the depth of our relationship is so strong. That's what it means to be a Military Sherpa certified coach. This is not a class. This is a lifestyle, and I want you to be living it. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.